0: Do you know about Henry VIII? Yes, Henry VIII. You know the English monarch. You probably know he had a lot of wives, right? A couple of whom he got rid of by beheading. You also probably know that he wanted a divorce so badly that he ended up separating the Church of England uh, from Rome, leading to the English Reformation and Anglicanism. But did you also know that he liked to doodle? Yeah, like a lot of us. When he had something on his mind, he liked to maybe sketch it out a little bit, let his mind wander. And this is something that was only recently discovered with the help of our next guest, act, actually. Dr. Micheline White is an associate professor in the College of Humanities in the Department of English at Carleton University and joins us now. Thank you so much for being here.
1: Oh, it's my pleasure. What kind of doodles are
0: we talking about here?
1: Well, um, yeah, so these are what I found were 14. We could also refer to them as annotations or they're little handwritten uh, markings that he made in the margin of a book, which had been written by his final wife, Catherine Parr. Um, and your listeners probably make various kinds of notes in the margins of their books. But yeah. Henry drew wore these little hands. So um, these are little pointed hands with an index finger that points at the part of the book that he thinks is really interesting. And these were very common markings that people made during this period in the Renaissance. So there are 14 of these um, markings, uh, yeah, in this book by Catherine Parr. So how do we know for sure that he is the one who made these? So that's a great question. When I first found these, um, which was, uh, uh, I wasn't, I was interested in all the books written by Catherine Parr, so I actually went just to think about Parr, and then I accidentally found these uh these little markings, which are called manicules, and um, they looked a lot like Henry's manicules, which I had been looking at in other books at, during that time period. So I recognized them, but Henry did not sign this book, so I realized that I would need to prove that they were by Henry. And if you compare the little hands in this book, you know, the ones that I found, with other little hands that Henry drew in other books at the British Library that everyone knows are Henry's because he signed those books, they're identical. So the shape is the same, the size is the same, the way they're positioned on the page is the same. Um, And so I'm 100% convinced they're by Henry.
0: Okay, so what, how significant is that?
1: Well, it's, it's significant for a number of reasons. I mean, first of all, it provides a snapshot into Henry's mind at, these, um, at this time where he was reading Parr's book. And if we look at the annotations, he was really concerned with two sets of issues. Um, they're quite consistent, so he actually had something very specific on his mind. So some of the little hands are beside passages that deal with physical suffering, So, in this prayer book, there's a speaker, and the speaker, you know, um, Henry marks these passages where the the speaker is distressed that God is punishing him with physical illness. So, for example, I'll just give an example. He put a little hand beside the passage, you know, take away your plagues from me for your punishment hath made me both feeble, feeble and faint. So, the speaker is distressed then that God is punishing him physically and that it's because of his sins. And of course, this resonates so closely with what we know about Henry in the last years of his life, which is that he was very ill and he was distressed that God was punishing him, even though he was the anointed ruler.
0: It really Um, is an insight into his mind then, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it's like a little snapshot into some of the things he was thinking. The other manicules are beside passages that are about wisdom and ignorance. So again, we see that Henry, you know, he marks this passage where he asks God to lead him into the straight way and out of the error where he has wandered over long. So there we see that Henry's anxious that he hasn't been wise, that he's not making God happy, that he's made ignorant decisions, and he wants God to set him on the right path. So again, I mean, it's so fascinating. We tend to think of Henry being very arrogant. Yeah, he was.
0: <laughs> that's what I was thinking. It, makes, it seem, this seem, makes him seem a lot more pious than the impression that we have.
1: Yeah, definitely. And also more anxious, right? We tend to think of him being very ruthless and confident. Mm -hmm. And I think he was all those things. But here we see that he also had moments where he was clearly just anxious that he had not been a a good king and he wants God to forgive him and help him.
0: What's so interesting about this to me, uh, Dr. White, is that we're still learning, right? We think we know these things, these impressions get formed. And yet still, if we dig down into these books and unknown places, we find more information.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's what's so important about historical research, right? And having people who who go and look at books that people haven't looked at before, because we can always find new things.
0: So what does this tell us about what Henry VIII was feeling at the end of his life?
1: Well, I think, you know, there's a mixture here of both despair and hope. So, um, you know, because in each of these passages, he's he's... Expressing anxiety, but at the same time, there's a hope that God will, will help him in the last moments. So there's that. But I think overall, the annotations are rather bleak. They do suggest uh, some real concerns and unhappiness. Um The other really important takeaway, I think, from this, from my perspective, because I'm someone who actually works primarily on Catherine Parr, and that's why I went to find, look at this book in the first place, is that it shows us something new about his relationship with Parr. And as you mentioned in your intro, you know, Henry is most famous for treating his wives very badly. Ah, Yeah. (laughs) but when you when you're looking at this book, and this is a fancy copy of Parr's book, which was intended as a gift copy that Henry and Parr would have given to other courtiers. it's It's like printed on vellum and it's been hand illuminated with gold paint. So first of all, it just tells us that Henry really valued Parr's literary skills and intellectual abilities, right? So, he, he and Parr had these beautiful copies of her book produced, and they gave them to gifts to sort of showcase Parr's abilities, amazing literary skills. But then it also shows us how much he treasured her, her literary skills, right? He kept this book. He used it as part of his own devotional practice and as part of his own soul-searching. You know, he turned to a book that was written by his wife, and I think that really shows us that Parr was very important to Henry's identity as a monarch.
0: Right. She was the uh, final wife that he had there. He was still married to her at the time of his death. What fascinates you about Catherine Parr?
1: Well, she was a writer, and this really distinguishes her from all the other wives. Um, You know, Catherine of Aragon and Anne Boleyn were very highly educated. They ordered books. They had lots of books dedicated to them. They were very bookish. But Parr is the only one who was a writer. And it's quite amazing. She she wrote three books that were published, that were printed. And as we can see in this copy that I found, um, you know, she also, they also made gift copies of her books, which were given out to other people. So that's what interests me. I'm a literary scholar, and so I work on her religious writing.
0: Such an interesting person. Thank you so much for your time today.
1: You're welcome. It was a pleasure.
0: That's Dr. Micheline White, Associate Professor in the College of Humanities and the Department of English at Carleton University, talking about new discoveries, even after all these years, learning about the personality of, you know, Henry VIII, and that things that he liked to doodle and kind of point at, different, uh, different Bible verses, different things that were important to him, giving an insight into his state of mind towards the end of his life, which is fascinating to me.